Before we get started with the topic today, I want to thank Carl for becoming a supporter of our show on Anchor FM. It's people like you that definitely help us to keep going. Now, today I woke up and I was thinking about a lot of different topics that we need to cover here on the podcast. And one stuck out to mind more than the others is about the micromanagement of black men. Now, I've looked into that more than any other person would because I've been a black man for a long time. I'm the type of person I'm very analytical. I sit back, I watch, I listen, I study, I take notes. I look at statistics. I look at everything, even just how people feel emotionally about some things. And the overall consensus that I see when it comes to us as black men is that we are micromanaged so much that a lot of times it drives us crazy. A lot of times it gets us to act out when we probably wouldn't have. And I'm going to go through things that we are so micromanaged on. In this society, the way it has been fashioned and created from the beginning, anytime something go wrong, blame black men. If something being stolen from on the job, must have been the black man. Somebody leave their wife, must have been the black man. Climate change, must have been the black man. Everything is the black man. And if you pay attention to the media, anytime somebody else do something, It always turns back around to blaming the black man. So on our micromanagement, on top of we dealing with being blamed for everything, literally in society, no other group of men are blamed like we are for a whole lot of things. We cannot wear our hair a certain way without someone having something to say about it, being critical about it. Just won't leave us alone about even the way we wear our hair. Now, you got men of all races that wear their hair the way they want. And no one cares really about what they do. They only care about what we do as black men, whether we cut our hair short, whether we grow it in afro, whether we have locks, whether we have cornrows, we have whatever we want to do with our hair, something's being said about the black man's hair, whether they like it, they don't like it. And then also the other part of that is that people want to do the things that we are doing as black men. And then don't like us at the same time, because also we have to deal with that. If you look at the way we express ourselves as black men, that's micromanaged. If we say how we feel and kind of really expressing, you know, the things, the hurts and pains that we may have, we can't even do that. We are always told, and I quote, and men that's listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about, or oh, you just being weak. That right there. And let me, let me say, and, and, that, and that comes from, you know, within our community male and female, but a lot of times it comes from, you know, women. Now, if you're a woman that never said nothing like that, I'm not talking about you at all. But to tell a man that he's weak because he's expressing himself a certain way, how he feels, is basically telling him, shut the F up. I don't care about you. I don't care about your feelings at all. That's really what you're saying. And every time, you know, men got to hear that, you're weak, you're this, you're that. And it's abusive. And in this country, it's always been okay to be abusive verbally, physically, emotionally, and you can even kill black men, and no one cares about that in this country. So telling someone they're weak, you don't know even what their emotional state is. 
Do you want to be the person that sent someone over the edge and maybe do something they shouldn't be doing? But yet you want to call a man weak for expressing himself. You know, if a man is upset, you want to get upset and criminalize his expression. How many brothers have been shot and killed by the police for just expressing themselves, not attacking no one. But, you know, a lot of times brothers move their hands around when they talk. And that is met with deadly aggression from cops. If a brother is quiet, something's wrong with that. You know, there's always some issue with the way we express ourselves, the micromanagement of our expression, the way we wear our clothes, whether we wear clothes that is very sophisticated, whether we wear clothes that even baggy pants, if that's what you want to wear, I don't advocate for that, but if that's what you want to wear, no matter how you wear your clothes, that's micromanaged. Everyone looking at your clothes, either liking it, don't like it. You see other groups, especially men, paying attention to the way we wear our clothes, where we wear hats, where we whatever, copy it. And then you see these same men at the same time hating on us too. You know what I'm saying? Like I never understood like how I can look at somebody, copy their style verbatim and not like them. I would be like, man, that, I like them. They cool or whatever. Right. That's micromanaged in society. You have certain ordinances in certain areas that if you have sagging pants, they can give you a ticket. Once again, I'm not saying that I advocate for that. Cause I don't wear my pants like that. And you're not gonna come in my house like that, but still is no one else is getting tickets for the way they wear their clothes. It's only mostly black men. You know, if black men wear a certain kind of shoe or he don't wear a shoe, whatever that may be, that's managed. Telling him what he can buy and what he can't buy. Okay? That's micromanaged. What a black man do with his time. You know, a black man come home, he working, he doing what he want to do. He playing games. You want to call him Madden King. Now, any other guy that's playing games, you know, they got these guys that's, you know, white guys, Asian guys, etc., making millions of dollars just being gamers all day. But if, but if a brother do it, he's being called a Madden King. In the area of his dating, he's micromanaged extremely in that area. If you marry or date someone within our race, then the skin tone of the woman is being criticized. Whether she's light skin, if she's biracial, if she's medium tone. If she dark tone, you know, if whatever her weight may be, you know, whatever kind of person she is. If you date someone outside of our race, that's criticized. So it's like, when is it when a black man, whatever he do, is not so micromanaged? And why do we as black men put up with it? Because now I'm about to flip this on us now. We as black men need to take a stand against everyone, society, people within our community, male and female. And let them know that we are, first of all, we grown. That's first of all. You don't tell me what to do, how to think, how to feel, etc. We need to also get into this policy of cutting folks off real quick. I've learned that when you cut folks off real quick and you let people know exactly like how they're going to treat you, what you're going to allow, I notice they will respect you a lot more and they will get in line with your program. When someone's telling you who you should date, marry, etc., you're grown. You do whatever the hell you want to do. That's you. 
you shouldn't be bullied into doing anything. Now, I always say this. If you have an issue with whatever the person with, why don't you create a dating service and why don't you start matching people up together if it takes an issue? But you got some folks that are so involved in everybody else's business, they don't have their own. They don't. So they get all in your business. They all want to tell you what to do. And, and like, do you have a job? Do you have kids? Do you have like something that you like to do? A hobby? You know what I'm saying? If a brother want to wear his hat a certain way, let that brother do that. Wear your hat, my brother. Don't worry about them. If you are upset about something, express that. If you're sad about something, express that. And anyone calls you weak or if someone says you're playing the victim, cut the, check them immediately for saying that and cut them off. See, we as black men have to get out of allowing people to micromanage us and abuse us at the same time. See, we as black men haven't learned how to remove ourselves from a situation. We haven't. We, they haven't seen a time when black men just say, you know what, forget all y'all. We going on this side here. And I'm talking about all society. I'm not talking about the dudes that's doing this men going their own way thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about society. Say, where the black men at? See, they don't they don't never seen a time when black men just removed themselves from a situation. The micromanagement of us is treating us also like children, my brothers. We cannot allow no one to treat us like children. Because when someone treats you like a child, they don't respect you. And this is why I tell you, brothers, one position of power that you got to get into is your finances. Because every man I know, I've seen it. When a brother not really making much money, he don't have confidence about himself. He really don't. When you, he gets a good amount of money and he's doing good, ain't nothing you could tell that brother. This is why it, it is a very, very important for you men, brothers, to get your financial house in order. That's going to help your whole thing. Cause see, men are judged off of their level of success, not their level of beauty like women, but your level of success. I remember a young brother that I used to work with and this young brother wasn't making a whole lot of money, but he was doing okay. But this brother had left and went on and started making six figures and oh, you can't tell him nothing no more. The women can't tell him nothing no more. People can't tell him nothing no more. Why? Because he got that confidence that he have. He can go buy what he want. He can go where he want. He'll have to be beholden to nobody. And that's why I want you brothers at, and we have to, as brothers, stop making certain excuses why we don't have our financial house in order as men. Sometimes as men, you get a good situation. You need to say, I'm going to take two or three years. If you say you got a job that you can work some overtime or you can create a business that's doing good. Take them two or three years and say, I'm living at this job two or three years. I'm about to stack my paper. I'm trying to get 50,000 to a hundred thousand in the bank. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to sit here and save a huge down payment to buy me a house. So I have a house of my own. So I have some property. I have some land. That way, if I choose to sell it, hey, well, I can flip that and move on to something else. See, that's how we get in that position of power. So you get in that position of power, they can't say nothing because they're used to powerless black men. See, that's why some people would tell you when you are confident, you're doing okay, you're arrogant. No, you're not arrogant. It's just the thing is, I'm not going to put up with your crap because I don't have to. I don't. I don't have to hear you bumping your gums. I don't have to hear you telling me anything. I don't have to worry with you and your comments. I don't. And you brothers got to get to that point. 
brothers right now, from what I heard, it's like a 1.2 million nurse shortage in America. Right. And look, anybody can be a nurse. $65,000 coming out the gate. There should be all kind of black men jumping on that right now. And then when you do get in those kind of jobs, man, work overtime for about two good years. Man, eat that overtime up. You don't need, listen, ain't nothing in them streets that you need that, that you can't get on a day off. I'm telling you, stack your paper, live frugal just a little bit, and I'm telling you, you'll be straight. But a lot of times as brothers, we just not so used to thinking like that. And the reason why sometimes you see other groups of men get ahead of us as black men is because we're not focused on obtaining personal wealth and personal power because this is why they can't micromanage a lot of men of other groups is because they focus on getting that, but they want us to focus on just being happy with some menial job. And, and, and that's all we should be happy with. And if we want to attain anything, it's a problem, even on social media. You know, you see other people um, having certain platforms, taking donations, etc. No problem. Super chats, whatever. The moment you do it, or you look how much money he's making or whatever. You even got to get to that point and tell those people too. Let's say, look, you don't tell that preacher nothing for all them 10% that y'all paying. And most of who's paying is the women. So don't tell me nothing. At least I'm not asking for 10% of your check. See, we as men got to knock down every micromanagement tactic against us we got to knock that down we as men can turn this around i don't want you brothers to allow nobody 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 to tell you what to do when you're a grown man you're grown get in that position of power square your shoulders back i don't care what they tell you about anything because see if they even if a woman tries to talk down to you about your looks or whatever try because you know sometimes women that do that talk down to you and it trying to get you back in line. We're not judged on looks. A man could be butt ugly, but as long as he got money, he gonna get the baddest women of the world. Because men aren't judged off of looks. Men are judged off of their success. And once you brothers realize that, because see, some brothers be making these videos, and because they want to micromanage even your look, you know, because some, some women, all they focus in on looks, and it hurts your feelings because they say, Oh, I don't, I don't like him. He he don't look good. He he's this like that should fuel you, brothers. When women reject you like that, they micromanage and even your overall look, and then get you to, to start feeling bad about yourself. Get money, get power, and them same females gonna come back, and that's when you look at them and you're like, nah, you go over there because when I didn't have nothing, you called me names, so so I'm good now. And that's what you see a lot of brothers online stunting about. They like you know they remember all the times that they was rejected and how mean some of the women were to them. So then they come out and start saying something on some of their platforms. And I want to talk about that as well, because it is, it's this one female that I, that just made a, even a, a comment about me. And she reminds me of that type. And I want to talk about that type probably in the next podcast or so that they are just so rude and ugly to you. And they have this little, this, bougie attitude and then that'd be the same female mad that when you get that position of power you get that position of of wealth you're doing great you're making six figures you're making second figures income then all of a sudden that female would like to get mad and say you know why you would pass over someone like her but when you didn't have anything that's when she you don't want to look down on you 
No, men, we cannot allow anyone, brothers, to micromanage us in any area of life. And if anyone is micromanaging you, just say to yourself, okay, that stops today. No one is micromanaging me. Forget that. I'm a man. I come from good stock. In the, I come from warriors all the way back to the continent of Africa. Ain't no way I'm not going to allow no one to manage me. See, the thing is, when you truly free, like, see, I'm a free brother. So when you truly free in your mind, it's nothing nobody can tell you. See, they can't micromanage me because I tell them what they could do with themselves because I'm free. And I want you brothers to be free. I don't want you brothers on social media making videos all the time, you know, complaining about what this is doing, what this one's saying. Forget that. Become a free man. Get some success in your life. And you can work toward it. Develop a plan, brother. Develop a plan. And you can stop the micromanagement that we deal with all the time in society. Thank you for listening to the Advice Media Network podcast. We greatly appreciate you listening. I know you have many choices to listen to, but you chose to come here and listen to our podcast. So we greatly appreciate that. If you like to continue to follow us, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, whatever platform you're on. If you're on anchor.fm, you can also donate to help us with our show. We enjoy the podcast because I'm enjoying the topics and I'm beginning to rant a lot more things I don't usually do on YouTube due to the uh, platform we created there. But this is kind of like the uh, old school radio uh, version of the Advice Media Network podcast that we used to do a long time ago. So we having so much fun with the topics. If you have any kind of uh, topic request for us to cover, you can type it in on our email. It'll be news at advice Type in, in the subject matter podcast topic. Let me know what you would like us to cover. Possibly if we can do that. So we, we could cover all our ground in the area of the podcast. Make sure you let your friends and family know about the advice media network podcast. We want everyone to listen we want to make sure that everyone is getting engaged. We want to thank everyone for listening and see you next time.